Welcome back. The noon hour. Bill Michael Show. Good to have you. This hour uh, brought to you by locally here from our friends in Rice Lake uh, by Todd's Ready Mix. For all your landscaping, driveway, ready mix needs, see the good guys, good girls, good friends over there at Todd's Ready Mix. Joining us here at the table on the deck at Turtleback is our buddy Paul Kaufman, the former tight end of the Green Bay Packers. How you hey, been? Love, love coming back. Uh, yeah? You know, you got all this uh, smoke here. I know, right? <laughs> it's like somebody's got a brisket on. We just can't find it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> where, where, where's the cookout? You know, we're famous famous for barbecue in Kansas City. But, right. Uh, so, you know, kind of looks like you're barbecuing up here. Now, you got up at 4 a.m. to catch a flight out of Kansas City to fly to Minneapolis, to drive from Minneapolis to Rice Lake, and then you're going to go play around a golf with Lynn Dickey. You bet. Uh, you know, I, I could have done that in Kansas City. Right. But, uh, we're up here, but uh, uh, my son Chase is with us. Uh, David and Charlie Whitehurst are coming in soon. And actually, uh, you know, David and I played together, and David threw me passes. And then Chase and Charlie played together in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and uh, Charlie completed passes to Chase. And uh, last year we auctioned off a ball that was signed by all four of us. And we, oh, wow. We think that could be the only time in NFL history that fathers played together and completed a pass, and sons played together, complete the pass to one another. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. The, 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 one of those, you know, very obscure statistics. Trivia. Trivia. Yes. yes. Useless trivia. Um, you know, obviously, uh, all the talk is Packers and Rodgers going to New York, and the cloud is lifted and everything. Do you get bombarded with that everywhere you go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How the Pack going to do this year? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a wait-and-see thing. Um you know, Jordan Love taking over. Obviously, uh, he was drafted number one for a reason. Uh, we haven't seen, you know, too much of him yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think he's had that wow moment right. the few times he's been in. So, you know, there's a big question mark. Uh, they, they filled some holes in their draft, uh, you know, losing Robert Tunyon, uh, drafted some tight ends, and uh, – you know, it, it, it'll be an interesting season, but uh, it's right now it's wait and see. How important in today's passing game is the tight end, playing well, that position? Yeah, I, I even, you know, back when I played, I I was kind of the security blanket. And, again, uh, when Lynn got hurt, David took over, young quarterback, and he's like, you know, James is downfield, you know, John Jefferson's downfield. I got that tight end about eight yards over the right. middle that I can dump it to. So, you know, and – Gosh, the guys today, you know, six six, six seven, big targets, and uh, you know, for a young quarterback, especially, you know, he's the guy that's that's the security blanket that mm-hmm. uh, that he can go to, the quarterback can go to when things break down or he's not sure. Yeah, the uh, the the days because you were more tight ends back then were more of move the sticks. They weren't necessarily. I mean, you were you were blockers. You moved the sticks. You were a safety blanket. Mm-hmm. Today, they're almost looked at as just guys that were were too big to play wide receivers, so this is what we're going to do. And not them. big enough to play tackle. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for Mercedes Lewis. He was, <laughs> right, yeah. right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, my son Chase played tight end in, in high school at the University of Missouri. He never put his hand on the ground. Uh, he was a stand-up. He's six yeah. six, and he he was a mismatch. If you'd put a linebacker on him, he was more athletic. If you'd put a wide re- or a DB on him, he he was just bigger. He could body up mm-hmm. like uh, Jokic, you know, in the right. middle, you know, yeah, exactly. just a big body that you could throw the ball into. And uh, so that's you know, like I watched Travis Kelsey in Kansas City, and uh, yeah, he never 
gets held up on the line. I mean, that was one of the biggest things for me is just getting off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. You know, we played the Bears, and they had that Bear defense. I'd have Wilbur Marshall on one shoulder and Otis Wilson on the other, and their job was to mug me and hold me up to give that D-line time to get to Lynn. And, right. Uh, you know, so um, – yeah, it, it's, a, it's a different game for tight ends. I, I was sitting here the other day and I was talking about the best quarterbacks in Packer history. And when you start to look at the best quarterbacks, the guy that gets overlooked a lot is Lynn. Talk about Lynn being a quarterback and playing with him. And I'm not necessarily the off-the-field antics, but more the on-the-field <laughs> and, and how good he really was. Uh, just so smart, uh, so accurate. Uh, he went to Kansas State before I did. Uh, he was, you know, had broken his leg uh, – the 77 season, uh, last game in uh, County Stadium. And uh, he he wasn't really there a lot my rookie year, but then when he came back my second year, I would sit by him in the meetings. And first couple years, it's all you can do to learn what you do on the plays. Mm-hmm. Well, Lynn would explain to me why I was running this route, uh, what the defense was trying to do to stop us, what he would read as a quarterback. And uh, I just felt that was so helpful to me to sit by him because he knew everybody's position. He knew what everybody did on every play. And he was accurate. If if you were open, he put the ball in a place where you could catch it. You know, yeah. there, there was no, like, reaching for it. I mean, it, it was just, you know, right in there. And the, the way he threw the deep ball, you look at some of James Lofton's highlights. I mean, you know, here's one of the fastest men on the field streaking down the sideline, and Lynn lays it in there 40 yards down and uh, just perfect. And he, he was accurate. Uh, you know, people say he wasn't that mobile. Well, he, he was pretty mobile, but he wasn't a, a running quarterback right. uh, as, you know, today's uh, some of the running quarterbacks that you have out there. But uh, – you know, he's so accurate, so smart, and, uh, you know, he, he he would let you know if you made the mistake. Right. You know, there's yeah. one time he's pointing at me going, come here, come here, right. come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, living down in Kansas City, uh, just as exciting down there with a championship in the back pocket? Yeah, they, uh, you know, they, they're putting it together. Andy Reid uh, has done a great job, and, uh, you know, Brett Veach, uh, their uh, uh, general manager, you know, drafting people, drafting needs. And I think, you know, people say, well, you know, they let Tyreek Hill go, you know, what's going to happen? But you look at the New England model uh, when they were in their prime, they never hung on to players too long, mm-hmm. and they never overpaid players. You right. know, they, they would take some heat from letting, you know, a junior say, oh, or, you know, you know some somebody go that was older. Uh, but I, I think they, they kind of knew that, you know, he might have one year left. We can get something for him and uh, not overpay and and build our team that way. And I think that's what the Chiefs have done. Do you like the movement now that the Packers, the direction the Packers are heading after, life after? Yeah. Um, it, you know, I mean, gosh, Aaron, one of the best quarterbacks ever. You know, again, so accurate. I mean, Just the way he would flip his wrist and the ball right. would be down the field 30 yards and he and Devonte had such a chemistry going uh but you know there i guess there's a shelf life or there's a time right and uh, i think it was time to move on and uh i think it's going to take a little while to rebuild and uh hopefully uh you know jordan can make the strides that are needed
You like this time of year? I mean, summer in Wisconsin, coming back and getting to, <laughs> to play. Like you were just going through the list. You were in Wausau. You were in Milwaukee. Now you guys are here playing a lot of golf and doing a lot of charitable events. Right. It, it's so fun to come back up here. Uh, you know, a few years ago, David Whitehurst and I were uh, at Mike McCarthy's tournament in Madison uh, for the Children's Hospital there. And uh, we were up getting a beer, and a couple ladies were in line, and they turned around and said, oh, thank you. Thank you guys for, for coming back. And David that this is the perfect line he said you know he said at home we're fathers we're husbands we're businessmen we have responsibilities but when we come to wisconsin we get to be green bay packer skin so yeah. thank you <laughs> and that's that's the way i feel i mean gosh uh, we never won a super bowl a championship uh when i was in green bay but i never played in front of a crowd that wasn't sold out right and just the unconditional love that the packer fans have for their team uh, the way they supported us, it's like if I can give back by uh, showing up at a few charity events here and there, uh, why not? Sign me up. Have uh, have you? Uh, I, I was I was cruising around last year, and I'll tell the full story tonight. And something happened, and I said that's the story that I'm going to use the night of the celebrity and the the sponsorship golf outing party in Rice Lake. So I'm, I've been saving it. Uh oh. So, uh, and the question is, because Paul Kaufman always has a story, have you have you crafted your story for this evening? My, my story is going to be a little different this year, uh-huh. and uh, hopefully it'll be clean. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> very, very uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, in today's generation, uh, you know, it, it's like somebody gets offended no matter what you say or do. So, yeah, and yeah. that's just, you got to say, I don't care anymore. You just kind of go with, yeah, throw it out just, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, you've crafted something, you're ready to go. Well, Every time I've come up here and I've told a story, and I'm going to make a confession tonight that a lot of the stories I told really weren't true. But tonight, no. tonight's story is actually okay. going to be true. <laughs> Unless, of course, Lynn falls out of the golf cart in a, in a hilarious story that you can share that with <laughs> us tonight as well. Always good to see you, man. I appreciate you stopping by. I know you're going to go tee off, but I'm glad you said hi. Yeah, you bet. Uh, you know, again, just to come back up here and just the unconditional love that the packer fans have and uh you know we have our our brothers across the the border here from minnesota so we can go back and forth with some of the old stories and uh you know it's always fun to come back to work yeah because this is a little different you have uh it's not just packers it's packers right uh, a few brewers few minnesota twins a lot of vikings yeah they all come over here too yeah yeah we we have some brewers at the lombardi and uh you know, some speed skaters, and, uh, you know, we, we do one in uh, Lake Geneva uh, for juvenile diabetes. And, you know, I'm surprised they don't get more bear people to that one, yeah. you know, because that's right on the border there. So. Well, they've been losing for so long now, and they're not, you know, they don't want to show their face. Yeah. I well, get it. Well, anytime you talk to a bear fan, it's like, well, 1985. I go, 1985. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what they're living on, man, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. Well, good to see you. Go tee off. Go enjoy yourself, and I'll see you over at the party tonight. All right. All right God buddy. bless. Take All right, care. there you go. Let's take a quick break. That's Paul Kaufman, former tight end of the Green Bay Packers. We'll be back next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? 
We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless, even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Bill Michael Show. We are live. We're at Turtleback Golf Course. We're in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Nice Ash, theniceash.com. Downtown Waukesha, 323 West Main Street. Waukesha's best cigar bar. Really, to me, I'll be honest with you, I think it's the best cigar bar around. Period. Hands down. Uh, great entertainment on the weekends, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And you never know what you're going to get. You could get just an acoustic you could get a full-blown band you can get jazz band blues band you get all kinds of good stuff down there so kind of a potpourri of entertainment and uh, whether it's uh, bourbons and whiskeys which they have a whiskey club and a bourbon club uh they have a huge walk-in humidor uh, down there the different flavors for hookahs uh, so uh, a tremendous place to go and as a matter of fact i would uh, be uh, not be lying if i said i have more than a few cigars in the rv from Nice Ash. So uh, can't wait till a little bit later on the night to sit down with some of those. That's theniceash.com. Theniceash.com, as they say, get your ash in here. So there you go. So um, a, a couple of things I wanted to go back to um, from Matt LaFleur from a little bit earlier and some of the notes. Um, he, first of all, discussed the fact that they have had an outstanding offseason. Now, remember, Matt had said that they are taking it slow as far as installation goes to make sure that everybody's up to speed. But then he said today they are further ahead than they have been recently and happier with the progress. And I had to, you know, and again, I don't want to sit here and nitpick every word. But I thought, boy, that's a that's an interesting statement, considering that he had stated that they were going to kind of take it slow. They, you know, just because, you know, obviously the, you don't have the veteran quarterback anymore, so not everybody has the depth of knowledge and or understanding. And yet today he said it's been an outstanding offseason. They're further, at, quote, they're further ahead, and he's happier with the progress. That made me sit up and take notice. He did talk about Jordan Love. He very much between him and when we had Mark Murphy on the air with us uh, a couple weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, kind of tempered the excitement and the enthusiasm. Uh, I said Jordan has shown progress. And then he kind of after that when, you know, the media was asking a couple of different questions about Jordan Love, and about the offense, he just very much, you know, hey, we're 
putting in things for Jordan. We're putting, you know, going to utilize his talents. And, you know, it, it, it sounded like on one hand, he's excited to be coaching and excited to be drawing things up that are going to be utilized more towards Jordan Love than, say, from Aaron Rodgers. But when he was asked, he, you know, and Mike Clemens went into, you know, the interview that we did with Mark Murphy, when Mark Murphy said, you know, hey, uh, we're excited, you know, Aaron had done a lot of great things for us, put us in a lot of great positions to be successful. Uh, but now we get a chance to see, uh, you know, more of, quote, the Matt LaFleur style of offense. And, you know, Matt was asked about that. And Matt said that he laughs at that when they say they're going to see more of the Matt LaFleur offense because he said it's a fluid process. Now, the one thing I will say, and this is a another, you know, kind of a cul-de-sac of a conversation here, a different avenue to go down, is the Matt LaFleur offense is, you would assume, a, a an offshoot of the Shanahan offense. And we haven't seen a lot of these different reverses and a lot of these different, the, the utilization, we'll say, uh, of the speed. We have seen some. Uh, Christian Watson early on was used as kind of an end-around guy, you know. Uh, we've seen that with different players. We've seen some of that. But we haven't seen a lot of the different reverses, a lot of the different sets, guys in motion, uh, different action. We haven't we haven't become accustomed to that the way they have out in San Francisco. Okay, so it's interesting that we haven't seen a lot of the quote true Matt Lafleur offense. And Matt says, "Well, that's I don't know what that means." And. I don't know if he's playing coy or if he really is legitimately trying to temper expectations. Like, don't don't think that we're going to come out and start doing double reverses and, you know, numerous, you know, men in motion and, and all these different things. Um, so I'm very anxious to see what the offense is going to look like. And especially, I mean, they've been doing a lot of things behind closed doors as not to, quote, give things away, give, you know, information away. So I'm going to be anxious to see that. Um, and then, you know, later on, he talked about Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones, the question was basically, hey, he's a veteran. So, and you're going to need, because you have youth at the wide receiver, you have youth at the tight end, you're going to need, the, the you know, your veteran. You're going to need your guy, your pass catcher out of the backfield. And said, the question was, is he going to be more of a focal point? And his one-word answer was, potentially. And then after that, he went into how much he likes, you know, Aaron Jones and what he does and, you know, the representation of the team and, you know, how he's a, you know, good father, good son, you know, on and on and on. Um, but he just said, potentially. You would assume he's going to be, right? I think we would all assume that. But he said potentially. So uh, just some of the takeaways from what Matt LaFleur had to say, and I thought it was a little more uh, – the questions were a little more in-depth today about some of the specifics. And But I, I still – I found that answer uh, because – here's the other thing. I found the answer about the Matt LaFleur offense when he says, oh, I laugh at that. Um, 
because that was brought from a quote from team president Mark Murphy, who said, you know, Aaron, he, he gave Aaron a lot of credit, and then he says almost as if to say a lot of the things that we've been thinking that, well, maybe that offense was catered more towards Aaron Rodgers, his knowledge, you know, and, and what Aaron liked to do rather than just what Matt wanted to do, right? That's kind of what we were thinking. And Matt kind of said he laughed at that. So I don't know if Matt did a little dancing so he didn't have some type of angst from Aaron Rodgers. Because he could have come out and said, you know, hey, yeah, things are going to be different. You know, he had an opportunity right then and there to say things are going to be different and things are going to be, you know, more to, to, to my liking and more to Aaron Jones and more to, you know, more uh, for, you know, Jordan Love and, and you know, more mobile or whatever. You know, then obviously with uh, today's, you know, culture of red China, they're not going to give away state secrets. But he didn't, he didn't allude to any of that. He didn't open up about any of that. He just said he laughs at the notion or at the thought that it's going to be more of the Matt LaFleur offense, which I find rather entry, rather interesting. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, do it. 877-867-1670. Uh, go back to the uh, live stream. Rick says, I think his playbook's the same, but I expo- uh, expect more some jet sweeps, play action, just a higher percentage of those particular plays of run plays. Um, possibly, possibly. I, I just, you know, a few RPOs. I mean, maybe utilizing a little more of the athleticism. And like I said, I think you would also, just to get Jordan Love into a rhythm and into a confidence, uh, you also would move, move him around to where you're just cutting down half of the field, to where he's not having to look at everything and absorb everything, just getting comfortable, get him into a rhythm early on, and then maybe you open things up after the fact. But then again, the guy's been there for – you know, three years going on four, right? I mean, you know, if you don't know it by now, you're never going to know it. But uh, I, I just found uh, some of those answers a little bit interesting. Uh, Merlin says, LaFleur said last year that the offense was his when people kept implying that Rodgers was going going rogue, maybe more the truth than what people want to admit. Um, I would find it hard to believe that the consistency of going deep on third and two and second and two uh, that carried over from the Mike McCarthy era during the James Jones, Greg Jennings, then over to Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, uh, you know, into that phase. I find it hard to believe that that's going to just carry philosophically through a coaching staff, through every different receiver that they've had. It, it was maddening many times. I, I'm going to see now if, if they're utilizing Musgrave the tight end or if they're utilizing guys, Jaden Reed over the middle or what have you, or if – you're going to see more of a pass catcher coming out of the backfield in those situations just to move the sticks and allow the offense, one, to stay on the field a little bit longer, two, to keep your defense off the field a little bit longer, and then three, to get Jordan Love and uh, the offense into a rhythm and, re- and out of high percentage plays. So that's kind of what I think uh, people are talking about in that sense. You know, And, again, that's not just the only example, but I think it's certainly one of. No doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. We are broadcasting live. We're in Rice Lake. Turtleback Golf Course is the place here tomorrow for the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Outing. And uh, plenty of celebrities are going to be on hand tomorrow. And uh, you just heard from Paul Kaufman a little while ago. You've got Willie Buchanan's going to be here. Uh, Lynn Dickey's going to be here. Jerry Ellis is going to be here. Or Gary Ellis is going to be here. Philip Epps is going to be here. Marv Fleming. Tiger Green. Um you got, uh, let's see, Eddie Lee Ivory, Ezra Johnson, 
uh, going to be here. Chester Marcall is going to be here. The Hall of Famer Dave Robinson is going to be here. You've got Paul Krause, the safety, and an NFL Hall of Famer from the Vikings is going to be here. The running back Ricky Young is going to be here. Just to name a few. Uh, so you got a lot of guys. And some uh, Jimmy Gantner from the Brewers is going to be here. He's expected to be here tomorrow as well. So you got a lot of those uh, celebs that are going to be on the golf course here tomorrow. Let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. we got a lot more to get to. Again, broadcasting live here in Rice Lake at the uh, Turtleback Golf Course. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Good to have you back. Broadcasting live. We're at Turtleback Golf Course. We are here in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. And you know what, Tom? Come over here. I want to throw you on the air. Tom Kozer, who is the, uh, the I'm going to say, the entertainer extraordinaire, has the... Uh, the radio stations up here, the cluster, and puts on this tournament and does so much community-wise. How you been, buddy? Great, Bill. It's so great to have you back here. A Wisconsin Broadcasting Hall of Famer. <laughs> well, don't let that out. I mean, you know, they apparently they lowered the standards so low that anybody can get in, <laughs> you know. But uh, it's uh, it's great to have you back here, Bill. It no, really it's is. good. I'm I mean, glad. This is kind of like uh, this is like Puxatawney film, man. You come out of the hole, you see your shadow, you head north, you go to Rice Lake, man. It's, it's <laughs> it awesome. was great to see that you brought the cruiser as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to get you a tour here. You can just go break into it when I'm, you know, working. Just don't plug up the toilet. No, I won't. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't use the shower either. Okay. But hey, uh, uh, you do such a great job up here. Talk about this tournament because this is so cool. Uh, the story basically was that there were so many different things that were in need and nobody was raising a ton of money, but uh, you kind of stepped in and said, hey, let's do one big thing and we'll give everybody money. Well, the kids' organizations, yeah. uh, you know, all have their own golf event and uh, it was getting to be the point where you're, you're in a small market like uh, Rice Lake, you know, we're about mm-hmm. 16,000 or so and the county's only 50,000. And uh, all the same business people were kind of getting hit up to sponsor all the time. And so just we thought, hey, let's just get the synergy of everybody working together. All the executive directors of the kids' organizations got together, uh, were willing to work together and everything. And uh, I said, hey, let's let's make it huge. Let's bring in some uh, celebrities, some guys that uh, everybody knows. And uh, and then they can uh, the sponsors can kick in once, you know, right. and, and all the money then – uh, goes to the kids, and the net result has been that each of the organizations who gave up their event are now getting doubled to nearly triple the amount yeah. of money that they had before. So that's what we're really thankful for. You guys for. did an event on Tuesday, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, uh, that's, and then uh, we're here today, and then uh, you The Family got, Fun and uh, Fitness Fest. Yeah. And that's for everybody. You know, yeah. Golf is kind of limited because, you know, it's limited to uh, a certain number. We only have 36 teams that you can fit on the golf course. Right. And that gave uh, the rest of the community an opportunity to come out and and uh, have some fun, and that was good. Yeah, and then you get uh, all these. Now, how do you go about getting everybody? Because I, I, was, I was coming up yesterday, and I'm talking to a buddy of mine in Kansas City, uh, oddly enough, and he says, well, how does he get all of them together uh, to go from Vikings and Twins and Brewers and Packers, you know, plus some others along the way? How do you get them all? Yeah, we're really fortunate. We've got a couple of really good uh, connections. Uh, Lester Bagley, uh, who is an executive vice president mm-hmm. of the uh, the Vikings, he built, put him in charge of building the stadium, and then they built the practice facilities. And he's a high school classmate of mine from the town just down the road here, Barron. Yeah. And so I've known Lester for years and uh, asked him if he'd get involved. And uh, and he was uh, 
he was excited to do it. And and the Vikings organization uh, pays for three guys to come up here and do this. And then Paul Krause of the Vikings kind of does that with the Vikings legends. He'll organize deals. So Paul's, you know, gotten us a bunch of uh, bunch of Vikings, some Hall of Famers, and it's been really great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jim McHugh of McHugh Events. Um, we've been working with Jim for a lot of years on doing bus trips to, to Packer games, and, mm-hmm. and Jim's got a lot of connections in Green Bay and knew Tom Murphy from the, the uh, Packer Hall of Fame. And so uh, Jim has really put together a lot of the Packers. He, he contacts right. uh, the, the, the ex-Packers. And then we got a few connections with some Major League Baseball guys that we picked up over the years and, and just some people that, uh, that I've gotten to know and, and who have been so generous with their time to come up. Yeah, it's always been a rotation of guys. Some faces are every year. Yeah. Uh, but it's always been a cool rotation of guys, some new, too, that yeah. uh, get involved and come up every year and have kind of made this uh, an annual now, which is really nice. And like I said, you raise money for so many different charities. It's it's easy to say it's 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 for one or the other, but you do children's charities and spread the wealth all throughout the community because you're right, 16,000 people and business owners, that's that's tough to support everybody, but at least there's one event that does it. And it's it's kind of like you can think of it, the United Way of uh, kids' organizations, yeah. you know, nonprofits, yeah. and there's 25 of them that we support. And this year, last year, we raised, uh, we were able to distribute 125000 uh, for that's the kids. Huge. And yeah. uh, I think this year we're going to set that record. It's going to go a little bit uh, uh, above and beyond that. We have such great support from uh, the late Foster Freeze who, uh, family who's right. who Foster's been – know from rice lake here and he was one of the uh, top financial guys in the world and uh his uh, his uh uh wife lynn has continued to uh, support us and uh as a title sponsor and then we've just had such an amazing community support i mean it really is everybody in the whole community has really yeah. supported this event for the kids here's my question all the fields i was going around a roundabout coming out here today and it's yep. brown and dead i mean oh there's boy. like four there's like four thistle bushes in it and that's about the extent of it this golf course looks amazing is this just because uh, the great Tom Kozer called up and said, hey, uh, I need some water shipped up here so we can have a golf tournament? <laughs> hey, easy on the great way. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're fortunate. Uh, the guys that own this golf course, yeah. and, well, first of all, Mark Johnson of uh, Rice Lake Weighing Systems built this place uh, a number of years ago and really turned it into a what, it, you know, this kind of course way it is and put a lot into it. And then um, it was owned by an out-of-town company for a number of years that it didn't you know, take care of it as well. But mm-hmm. the new owners uh, are local, uh, Aaron Resnick, Bruce Crotto, uh, South Lake Motors, they, and, and they knew the history of it. Yeah. And they have put, they, they continue to take care of this place. It's lush, it's green for as much as, uh, as like you said, for as much as it can be for when you don't have any rain for right. forever. And, um, and, and uh, the conditions really are immaculate. And they've... Uh, they, hats off to them, you know, yeah. that, that we can have a first-class event like this, and, and everybody really enjoys it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, what I'm looking forward to most is tonight because you told me, and I asked him. I, <laughs> I, Paul said that uh, some of his stories in the past have not always been true. Yeah. He said whatever he's going to say tonight is true. Oh, th- this one's true. He said this one's true. I yeah. said unless, of course, Lynn Dickey falls out of the golf cart today, and then that's the story. That'll be true, but, you know, <laughs> that'll be probably take precedent. And he just kind of laughed at that, and he said, so tonight you'll have to listen. So, Well, I, I had that. Uh, to me, as much money as raised, it's it's just the benefit, and the kids are – it's great. But I look forward to tonight. The celebrity dinner is a lot of fun, yeah. you know, to get everybody out there and uh, – 
uh, all be under the tent, cater it in. You know, it's just a lot of fun. And everybody just gets to tell stories and, yeah. and hang out uh, because they don't get to see each other a lot. Right. And the, the stories really go, as you as, as you know. And I saw Paul. I had dinner with Paul and uh, and Lynn Dickey down in Kansas City a, f- uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, because your son was playing yeah, down there. Playing the court, For those uh, that don't know, his son plays professional golf as well. So, uh, yeah, he was there playing a Corn Ferry Tour event, and uh, Lynn and uh, Paul and I got together for dinner. And I said, now, Paul, uh, you, you got your story ready this year, right? Right. But, you know, I, it's almost ready. I've been working on this for a while. <laughs> it's almost ready. But I got three weeks, he said. So, And you got one ready tonight, right? I do. I uh, had something happen last I told Paul the same thing. I, uh, something happened last year, and uh, it was just such an incredibly weird deal. Yeah. And I said, I am saving this. And I will not tell it anywhere else. I'm gonna, this, this <laughs> so is, tonight, this so is it. This is like said, yeah. the debut deal? The problem is, is that I had one a couple of years ago, and it, admittedly it was not for children. Well, and there, Paul, and, But there weren't kids there. There weren't kids there. Right. But Paul goes up, and usually Paul's had some stories that have been rather racy. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'll follow Paul. This is great because mine will be mild compared to his. And he tells some Disney story that made you laugh. And I'm like, I'm going to walk up with the F-bombs and I'm like trash coming in behind Paul Coffin. I felt bad. But it went over well. Well, so nobody left. Like, nobody yeah. got out and walked out. So no, we're looking no, forward no. to the story tonight. No. So we're, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And who caters tonight, by the way? Uh, Turtleback. Turtleback. Uh, is going to, we want to okay. do a shout out to Adventures uh, in Rice Lake who catered for many years. Yeah. Uh, on-site uh, seared ahi tuna and all right. that. I mean, they were fabulous. So we want to thank, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bruce and Catherine Good for all those many years of uh, catering. And Turtleback does a wonderful job. They'll bring right. over a great dinner tonight. And uh, and Dick Leinekogel has uh, got his uh, Leinekogel's beer trailer all set up. Yeah, I saw uh, Dick running around Dick. a little earlier, yep. yeah. So that'll be fun. He's got the a couple. The great Dick Leinekogel of the great Dick Leinekogel family. One of the Leinekogel's brothers. Dick and Jake. And Jake, yep. And Jake has been here for a mm-hmm. number of years. And so we've been fortunate every year to have Alani Kogu kind of host the celebrity di- uh, dinner. Yeah. So, and Dick will be there tonight. It'll That's be awesome. fun. He's Tyler. retired now. Yeah, he was retired last year when we talked to him. Yep. He said this was going to be it. Retired, and I asked him if every day was Saturday or every day was the first day of vacation. He said, okay. Try to figure it out. Yeah, you don't know. Once you retire, it's just a day. <laughs> you're, just, you're just happy to wake up. You're above the dirt. Euchre <laughs> used to tell me that all the time. He's like, I'd say, hey, Bob, how you doing? And I'm above the dirt. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's all you worry about. That's you right. Know? So that's there right. you have it. Thanks for Tom, coming back. Ple- absolutely. My pleasure. Glad to, glad to be here. You know, it's a wonderful event. and You guys deserve a lot of, well, all the credit because you guys put it on and do a wonderful thing. So it's a pleasure to be here. Appreciate well, we, it, pal. We appreciate everybody who uh, comes. At, they, a number of people say they heard it on the Bill Michael show and they come up and play. They come to Turtle yeah. Oh, that's awesome. They, oh, yeah. You know what? We appreciate I, everybody I doing get, that. Just being here, I will get three or four people over the next two months that will say, hey, I never yeah. knew it was there. Yeah. And it's it, it really is. I mean, a lot of the different places we go, whether it's Pine Mountain here, uh, Wild Ridge, yeah. you know, Claire, a couple of different places, Viroqua, they'll go play and they'll say, I never knew this kind of a golf course yeah. was available in these small towns. Wisconsin's got good golf. Oh, it's got a lot great of good golf. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate it. And Thanks, you're going Bill. over to Elkhart Lake? Uh, yeah. Uh, and you're going to be talking uh, about uh, Hall of Famers and greatness uh, that you're welcoming into your club. Wisconsin Broadcasters Association Summer Conference happens to be this, this week. It's usually not on this week. So after we kick everything off tomorrow, I'll do the introduction to celebrities here and we'll do okay. all the kickoff ceremonies. And then I'll jump uh, in, in the car with Diane. We'll go down to Elkhart Lake uh, and I'll jump into a tux and then MC the uh, the uh, Broadcasters Hall of Fame Are you staying in- there? induction ceremony. Because we'll be down there right after you. We'll you, you, you. We we could caravan if you want. Well, I got space. You can sleep in the. You and Diane can sleep in the bunk on top of the RV. We could if you got somebody to fly us back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I think we got people for that. We could find a sponsor, man. You probably could. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go Ted ahead. Ted Kellner. Actually, we'd get Ted. Yeah. Ted, take Ted. Uh, Larry McCarron's a pilot, too. Okay. We could call Larry. Yeah. If, uh, be happy to either do. one, you know, if they yeah. pick us up down there, and uh, heck, we'd even, you know, we'd get to where Larry is. Yeah, absolutely, you can do that. He's too. a Hall of Famer, so he might be there. Yeah, right. Well, that's it. true. I was just happy. What was it? It was two years ago. Was it uh, uh, the Harbor up in uh, Sheboygan? Yes. Har- Who was the Harbor gentleman Spurs. that said he he lit, he gave me credit in his speech? Uh, uh, Wayne Larvey? No, it wasn't Wayne. Uh, who it was, was an older gentleman. And I, I'm I, this is terrible. I forget his name. Off the top of my head. Oh, uh, was it uh, was it? Um, it was the gentleman that spoke just before Wayne, uh, Mr. Growth. I think it Engineer. was. Engineer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes it yes, was. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because that's right. He talked about he talked about your show. Yeah. And the uh, satisfaction of being able to hear, you know, a uh, rising superstar at that time, <laughs> become a full fledged superstar. I was. It was funny because Kristen leans over next to me and she goes, "You know." He just gave you credit in his Hall of Fame speech, and I said, "I know." That's right. Goes, That's as close as you're ever going to get. No, <laughs> not true. You know, we, we've got a movement on right now. You know, the, in uh, getting uh, enough petitions signed. Okay, uh, we got to yeah. get the great Bill Michaels in okay. the Hall of Fame. I see them on telephone poles everywhere throughout throughout the Rice Lake. <laughs> Better area. than post offices, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Tom Kozer joining us here and puts on this wonderful tournament every year. We're live at uh, Turtleback Golf Course. We'll be back right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless, even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We are live. We're at Turtleback Golf Course. We are in Rice Lake, Wisconsin for the Rice Lake Celebrity Open. For those that are watching on uh, the live stream, uh, the guy swinging his arms, that's Paul Kaufman. Uh, you've got uh, David Whitehurst, Charlie Whitehurst. you got uh, guys pulling up over there that, uh, you know, a bunch of the celebs that are going to be uh, teeing off tomorrow are here today. Uh, the uh, guy that's uh, behind the golf cart in the yellow uh, pullover, that's uh, Lynn Dickey. So uh, a lot of guys uh, here hanging out. So if you're watching on the live stream, there you go. Yeah, there you go. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, just catching up on some uh, some emails uh, from a little bit earlier today during the show. Uh, our buddy Steve says, uh, hey, I was in Monaco last week and the weekend Thermocells are nowhere to be found. Uh, the best bet, order one online. I've had, uh, I have a handheld and a bigger one for the deck, and I swear by them. 
Looks like a lot of fans, and I'm pretty disgusted by the recent play of the Brewers. Uh, however, uh, they still have 95 games left to play. A Major League Baseball season sees swings in both directions. The crew started out hot. Now they're in a bit of a slump. Sooner or later, they're going to break out of it and go on a 5-15 and run, and everybody that had written them off is going to be back on the bandwagon. I do believe, however, that Matt Arnold needs to find a bat. That can be a consistent 260 to 270 hitter. I also would like to see them move Yelich to DH. That throw into second last night was the biggest lollipop I've seen in a long time. Let's get a W today. Split the series. Be good to go. There you go. That's our buddy Steve uh, listening to us. I certainly appreciate it. Um, this is from Joe. Joe says, uh, I would like to see the Green Bay Packers pick up another veteran wide receiver. Is there anybody else out there besides DeAndre Hopkins? Not really. Not really. Um, he's probably the biggest name that's uh, that's hanging on out there. Um, I mean, if somebody gets cut and, uh, you know, they just you – know, most of the bigger cuts, um, the – most of the bigger cuts have already happened. So unless somebody gets – no, uh, to answer your question, I'm trying to figure out a scenario in my head in which somebody's going to be available, but no, not going to happen. Pretty much this is what it is. Uh, and you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I mean, if they're going to grow together, let them grow together. You know? Put it this way. If you put a veteran over there, somebody's going to lose playing time because the veteran's going to take up the reps. And right now what you're trying to do is grow this wide receiving core. You're trying to make them better in that sense. So on one hand, you can say, yeah, and I said it before, I would have loved to have seen a veteran come into the mix. But now you kind of think about it and you say, you know, um, maybe you just you let them go out and kind of get their lumps early and hopefully because the schedule's not brutal early on this season that maybe they get a few extra wins and uh, things begin to really kind of, you know, kind of come together. Uh, that's the only thing I can talk about. I mean, when it, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pontificate for a DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and to be honest with you, they just – they just uh, – it's too much money. They don't have the money. They don't have the money. So uh, they're not going to go out and get a DeAndre Hopkins and pay somebody seven, eight, $10 million. They don't have that kind of money to throw around. They're going to need money probably during the season as well. Uh, 877 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, If uh, – if you got something to say, say it. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you again, 877-867-1670. This one's from Mark. Mark says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, the Reds are an up-and-coming team. Do you think they're going to catch the Brewers? Also, I don't believe that the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to remain in the top spot. I think it's up to the Brewers to win this division and put everybody else behind them. But the Reds are going to start coming on over the next couple of years if they're able to turn their pitching around. They've had a couple of young guys that have come up. They have They've used quite a few new starting pitchers this year. They uh, they just haven't been as banged up as the Brewers have been. And the Brewers have better pitching by far. Uh, it's just that they're finally starting to see. I mean, De La Cruz obviously coming up is a big shot in the arm from them. Uh, but it's just been – it's been a really poorly run organization the Reds have over the last few years. They took a shot a couple of years ago when they brought in Moustakas and gave him the big contract. And they had other players that they had paid to come there. And they bought a little bit of pitching. And then, you know, they the Sonny Gray, they cut. The only guy they're hanging on to is Votto, and he hasn't really even played this season. You know, remember they had Sonny Gray, and Sonny Gray was pitching so extremely well, and they ended up cutting him loose. And that was kind of 
like they were never going to really truly put it all together at the same time. And so that's the reason so many people are so frustrated with what Cincinnati has done. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, they have brought up some young talent. Uh, they very quietly brought them along. But Pittsburgh was a team that, remember, was being criticized for a long time because they were just cutting talent and to cutting payroll. And they don't get me wrong, they were starting to put money back into the farm system. But they were a team that just was foundering. And even their fans thought they're just taking the money. They're just collecting the cash. And now you look at some of these guys that are coming up, uh, you know, uh, they got uh, Bay, the kid Bay. Um, they've got uh, Austin Hedges behind the plate, who they picked up as a free agent from Cleveland uh, last year. They started to put a few pieces together. Uh, they've got that Brian Reynolds uh, out in left field. They got a, they got him in a trade from San Francisco uh, a few years back. Uh, the same thing with Swinski, uh, the left-hander, uh, out in center field. So they've made some moves to get themselves better. Um, and they've got, you know, some decent backups. But when you got Mitch Keller, Luis Ortiz, uh, Rich Hill, uh, who they picked up uh, out of a free agent from Boston, um, they, they've got some players. They've got a few names. They've sprinkled in some talent. And they've just been very quietly able to kind of put it all together. So kudos to what they're doing uh, over there in Pittsburgh. Uh, coming up in the next hour, bottom of the next hour, we should be talking to Mike Clemens who is up in Green Bay. So we'll talk with Mike about uh, the final day, the final actual practice for the Green Bay Packers before they head off to parts unknown and then reconvene for training camp. Tomorrow is going to be one of those, quote, team building days or experiences or whatever, what have you. So they got that going on. So we're going to talk to Mike coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, until then, you and I here at uh, Turtleback Golf Course, we're in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Beautiful place. Good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, a lot of the uh, celebs for tomorrow are going to be uh, taking a couple of swings today. And uh, it never did get to 84 today. It is the smoke from Canada is thick, real thick. And it's created all, it looks like it's a mist almost. It's so thick. It's a haze. But it's smoke. You can see it blowing through the air. No doubt about it. We got another hour yet to go. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card, and don't forget they're giving a pontoon boat away with Mountain Dew. Check out the Mountain Dew at Quick Trip. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next.